This podcast was brought to you by Channel Factory, who ensure that all your advertising appears in the most brand safe and brand suitable environments across all your YouTube campaigns. Welcome to the Bloomin' North podcast. This month's episode is hosted by your brand new Bloom North co-presidents for 2024, Liv, myself and Sarah. Our voices might be new to you and you will all have probably got used to hearing from Rach every episode. However, she's off on maternity leave now. So we're taking over for a one-off episode where we'll be chatting about Bloom North, past, present and future. And then drum roll, please. The reins of the podcast will be taken over by our brilliant new host, friend of the pod, Lisa Hughes. Lisa Hughes is a life and exec coach. She worked in media for over a decade and is full of wisdom on all things mindset, self-talk and transformational thinking. She's creative, loud and fun, has featured on two of our most popular podcast episodes and has recently joined the Bloom North Committee, so she felt like the very obvious choice to take over as host while Rachel takes time off to look after little baby Oscar. So, Sarah, would you like to go first introducing yourself? Hi to all our listeners. So excited we're going to do this off the back of a brilliant AGM this week. I'm Sarah, one half of this year's presidents. I've been in the industry for a good 15 years now, agency side, and then more recently working for myself, founding marketing and strategy consultancy called The Right and the Left. I first got involved in Bloom during COVID, which led me to meet so many people who've now become friends and open up all sorts of conversations, which can't wait to get started on this year. Fab. And yeah, to introduce me, I did 18 years agency side at what was once called Media Vest um, and then turned into Dentsu in the AV team. So I did 18 years there um, before moving over to AdTech sales side at Channel Factory, where I've been for 16 months now. I was actually on mat leave when Bloom launched. So it was a brand new prospect to me. Um, and I came back from mat leave in 2019 and was like this wonderful thing has been designed um, for me in my absence. How amazing is this? Um, I was in absolute awe of what was created. So I joined the committee actually after my second mat leave in 2022 and last year worked on the panel events and, and the podcast as well. So super proud of that. Michelle, would you like to give us a little bit of a story about where, where you've come from? Hello. Yeah, I'm Michelle Vint. I'm co-founder of AdTech business uh, Skyrise. And previous to that, I co-founded Regital, which is a programmatic ad sales company based in Manchester, which uh, ran for 10 years. And before that, worked at McCann and MediaVest. So I've been in the Manchester media space for probably over 20 years now. <laughs> it's a scary number. It is, yeah. That, <laughs> Fab, and you were actually Bloom president at one point. Yes, I was uh, Bloom vice president with Danielle Sewell, who was president in 2020, COVID year. So that was a challenging year for us as a network because we only really began the network in 2018 end of 2018 and got into running events in 2019. Obviously it's grown from strength to strength after that but can you tell us a little bit about what Bloom North was set out to do what's it all about what was the original idea? Back in 2018 I just got an email in my inbox from Nicole O'Shea and Fionn Turner just saying look there's a there's a network in London called Bloom female network promoting women in the industry and we just don't have anything like that in the north and until someone really kind of points it out you just don't really know it's missing mm. and yeah I read the email it just said you know do you want to be involved in the committee we're, we're thinking about putting on events and just see how we can take that blueprint and bring it up to our market so I jumped at the chance and you know we set about 
looking at the London blueprint, but making it, we wanted to make it more accessible in the north. They didn't want it to be kind of interview based and subscription based. We wanted to make sure that we could reach as many people as possible at every level. It was kind of quite hierarchical at the time. A lot of the female networks in London were for more for senior people in the industry, right. and we didn't we didn't want that yeah. you know to happen in 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 the regions. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I look back now. I had a little look at um, the AGM from two thousand twenty nineteen. And our kind of overarching theme was authenticity. And I think at the time, we just got to this point where I think everyone was just really sick of bending themselves into an industry, which was set up for men. We were all pretending we didn't have a life outside of work. We had to be competitive and cutthroat and outmen the men, really, to get mm-hmm. on in, yeah. in, uh, in the industry. And I think everyone had kind of come to the conclusion that it was a total con. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what were we going to do about it? There were no safe spaces to kind of come together and talk openly and honestly without it being a kind of competitive environment. So we had kind of three main aims. Like the first one was about showcasing real voices. We were kind of really keen to put people on a platform who we whose faces we all knew, but we'd never kind of heard their stories, what they'd overcome and and their challenges in the industry. So Real Voices is a key one. And then making it a place, making the event something where people could take away advice and like, you know, real things that would make an impact to their day so that could bring back to their business. So it was really important that we did that. And then thirdly, to stimulate industry debate. Again, a safe space to bring up challenges around maternity or diversity or any of those topics that people just couldn't actually bring to their managers in their in their businesses. Yep. So we wanted to kind of create a space for that that then would have a halo effect around the industry. Amazing. And so much of that, I mean, we've made so many steps forward, but so much of it is still relevant, oh, isn't yeah. it, today? And I think hopefully live and I and some of our plans, especially around like stimulating some of those conversations, we're hoping we can do a bit more of that this year. Where do you see kind of Bloom North being able to make a real impact this year? So this is from a bit of a personal, through a personal lens, being an owner of a of an SME, of, a, of an independent business. One of the things that really drove me to be involved was at the time I saw a lot of my peers in blue chips who were able to go on these kind of women in leadership courses and, yeah. you know, five, ten grand ahead, being sent off and, and getting all this kind of experience and being exposed to all of these professionals to help them in their careers. We just didn't have access to that in a small business. I wasn't able to send people off for that amount of time or pay for that. So Bloom, for me, was a chance to access all of that upskilling and advice and um, debate in an accessible way that for the price of a bloody cappuccino, Mm. you know, listen to people who are amazing at what they do and relatable and able, you know, allow my team in particular and me to kind of take that back into our workplace. So I think it's probably something that people don't talk about as much, but what the network offers smaller businesses who don't have access to those big programs mm. in their in, in blue chips is absolutely invaluable. Yeah, so I think, absolutely. you know, it's, ama- it's amazing. Yeah. Mm. I know I can definitely relate to that, having like gone out and work, work for myself now. And um, I think through like diversifying the audience this year as well, hopefully we can attract a few more of those connections into some of our events mm, yeah definitely so you're a trustee now michelle 
what have been some of your highlights from the last few years at Bloom? Well, I mean, honestly, I can't believe how amazing it is now. <laughs> it's gone from strength to strength. It's the professionalism, the events, the white papers, just it's another level and it's you know it's absolutely it's so inspiring from kind of where it where it started so I don't know where it could go it could go anywhere do you know what I mean it's you know the collection of people that are involved all the subcommittees and all the different areas that you're trying to kind of touch on now and bring into the community is you know it's yeah. amazing yeah the last week we had the launch didn't we of the the neurodiversity white paper and that was quite astonishing what's been achieved there and I think that it was mentioned that it's going to be used at potentially Columbia University and Mm -hmm. I feel like what you're saying about thought leadership and what have you it's incredible that we're just you know a a group of women who've got together and just want better I think it's fantastic it's fantastic what's been done and you know what you were saying there about you know the reason why Bloom was launched like it's still exactly the same isn't it did you see that Meryl Streep quote at the Washington Post yeah yeah yeah. so she was talking about um how we've all grown up in the house of man and we've grown up in a patriarchy she says she says it isn't your language until you dream in it and the only way to dream in it is to speak it and women speak men but men don't speak women and actually Lisa quoted this in our last podcast didn't she so um we've already mentioned this one but you know if we think about the fact that what you're saying there that the women couldn't communicate what there wasn't an opportunity for women to communicate in this industry that had been brought up mostly led by men yeah and I think certain skill sets were just totally undervalued because it was all about competition and winning and rising to the top and it's power and fame success and money exactly so it's what about empathy what about collaboration what about trust and instinct and all of those qualities and values were just you know, totally under connection yeah. and all the things that we're working for now in Bloom is, you know, that's the language of women. And it's not about that, you know, the patriotism is a bad place. None of us are knocking men. We love them. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, we do things differently here. And to quote that man, famous Manchester phrase as well, isn't it? We, we definitely yeah. do things differently here at Bloom. So for us to take over, there was such a fantastic foundation already in place for Sarah and I, and hopefully we'll achieve so much more for Bloom this year. So last year, 2023, when Lisa and Rachel were president and vice president, we had such a successful year. We had four pillar panel events, plus our second annual Let's Talk About It event, featuring our peers and colleagues across the industry, sharing their personal stories about taboo topics faced by women. So we talked about endometriosis Uh, period pains, emotional abuse at home. We're hoping to do another one of those this year, spoiler. Um, So if anyone has any personal stories that they'd love to share across the network, then please do get in touch. We, We love the connections. But last year, we also held seven bloom walks, six workshops, 100 mentor and mentee matches were fixed up. 10 people in our diversity team went through training by the other box. We launched the allyship committee with our first all-male panel event, which was quite the uh, the talk starter, if we say. We also launched this very podcast, um, which is going from strength to strength. Um, we might see the ratings dip now that me and Sarah have been on it, but hopefully not. <laughs> so we've released one episode of this podcast every month since last March, covering topics such as positivity and manifestation, resilience, allyship, finances launching a business and our latest one which does feature Lisa who's going to be our our new host that's all about embracing your brilliance and the power of self-promotion which is a really amazing episode if you haven't listened to it already I highly recommend so the committee achieved so much last year and we couldn't do it all without the help of the companies who supported us and sponsored us for those initiatives if you're not aware Bloom North is a not-for-profit organization so thanks to the generosity of our sponsors we were able to raise a whopping gate grand for our chosen charity the mustard tree which helps to combat and prevent poverty and homelessness across Greater Manchester. 
So if you'd like to learn more about that charity, there's also a wonderful podcast episode about that too. So go and dig that one out. So, so much has already been achieved, as we've said. It's really massive shoes to fill. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Sarah, What? why don't you share our hopes and dreams for Bloom this year? Yeah, so big, big shoes to fill. Um, but I think we're so grateful that we're stepping in with such a kind of a good foundation and we're not going to change our mission right so everything that bloom north has and will continue to do is in support of of up leveling women back to that that quote by meryl streep and we know that that means we need to tackle many conversations and topics some are in the workplace but also more holistically to ensure women have got confidence and information and skills that they need in every area of life so the strategy for this year is built around three pillars career development, supporting wellness and personal empowerment. We've expanded the committee to give our community more of what they need and what they've asked for. Um, So we've got lots more focus around wellness with a new wellness subcommittee. We're giving people more chance to connect in person. I think that's a big theme we've seen since COVID. Um, And we even got a fantastic turnout at the first AGM this week with over 60 of the committee together in one room including someone that visited from Leeds. So we're having some really interesting conversations about how we can support other parts of the North by having offshoots of the Bloom North setup that we've got here in Manchester. And then giving more chances to people to learn and um, through things like the book club and workshops that we'll be we'll keep building out this year. So just a few things that we want to wanna tackle. Just a few. <laughs> what do you feel are the big conversations that we need to be having in 2024? So what we can hope we can do this year is bring more of these kind of important conversations and topics to the forefront. We've got some areas that we really want to focus on, one that Michelle was kind of talking about through the the life cycle or lifetime of our careers. We've got connections that span a real diversity in terms of age, um, experience. We want to be able to make sure that we're offering people that are entering the first year of their careers something and also to some amazing women that have got 20, 30 years experience. So we need to do more to support the conversations that they need to be having um, and helping them kind of navigate those those big changes and pressures of staying relevant in quite a fast-paced industry. Yeah, I'm definitely here for that. Staying relevant as we get older and more experienced in our careers, 100%. And we should also give massive credit to Lisa and Rachel's work around DEI and allyship and neurodiversity. Like we had a recent lunch launching the neurodiversity um, playbook These are all huge to ensuring the industry is accessible to as many women as possible. So we'll be doing hopefully plenty more of this moving forward. And we've got two hugely experienced committees to lead the charge there with the DNI committee and the allyship subcommittee, I should say. Yeah, they've both done amazing jobs last year. Um, And I think one thing we learned from all of that is like we obviously can start the conversations, but we need to follow through and make sure that we're we're elevating those conversations to senior leadership. So Mm -hmm. a big focus um, for this year will be trying to build more advocacy amongst those senior leadership groups in agencies, in businesses across the Northwest and making sure that they're really advocating for the work that that Bloom North is doing. So expect to hear us cropping up in a few places (laughs) on that front. So Liv, we've also chosen a charity It's one that supports women and their families through miscarriage. I know this is an experience many of our listeners have either been through personally or have got close friends or family who have, and I can certainly testify that too. Can you talk a little bit about why we selected the Miscarriage Association this year? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we're really proud to be supporting the Miscarriage Association this year in memory of beloved media stalwart Paula Eden-Smith. You know, as you said, miscarriages, it sadly affects so many pregnancies. I think it's an estimated one in five pregnancies. And many people go through this experience alone or not knowing where to turn. So the Miscarriage Association provides vital care and support to the many that are going through this type of loss. We wanted to do this in memory and to honour Paula Eden-Smith, who was and still is a much-loved member of the northern media scene. After having her own heartbreaking experience and struggling with the lack of support available, Paula turned to support others and based her work around supporting others who were going through the similar things. And she praised the work of Miscarriage Association for their resources. The world sadly and suddenly lost Paula last year. The Miscarriage Association was chosen as the best charity to support in her memory. So we hope that everyone will join us in fundraising um, this year for not only an important cause, but a charity that's super close to all our hearts for this very reason. So, Sarah, what can people do if they want to get more involved with Bloom's mission? So I think the big message that Liv and I will keep kind of championing this year is the doors open. If people want to get involved, get in touch. I know Michelle was saying earlier about her experiences with some of the kind of networks based in London being quite closed off to senior women. Um, It's not the case here. We want people to get involved. We want to hear your ideas, so please share them with us. Bloom North is open to everyone, regardless of how many years you've been in the industry, background, gender, ethnicity. In fact, it's been really brilliant to see, hasn't it? Some of the audiences grow and diversify as we've invited men into the room mm-hmm. um, and we've heard from so many, so many different people with different experiences. Mm. And a goal for this year is really to keep improving that kind of reach and inclusivity Definitely. of all our events. And we always keep the entry point really low, don't we, in terms of you know ticket ticket prices for a panel events like a fiver. So like you said, the, the price of a cappuccino. And that's important to us too. And again, you know, that's thanks to the sponsors that we have on board that enable us to be able to do that and still, you know, raise so much money for for the important charities that we choose. So to wrap up, Michelle, what one piece of advice would you give to people out there? I'm probably just going to go back to the original mission, which was about authenticity and, and being yourself and how valuable it is to turn up to work every day as you and not trying to bend yourself into a mould that, you know, isn't you. And the advantages of that and the halo effect, being real, being yourself and trying to foster an environment where others can be as well. I love that, and I'm pretty sure that's on our uh, agenda for a panel this year. It would be, isn't it? yeah. I was singing that. Yeah. Like, that needs to be on there. A podcast episode as well about authenticity. It's, yeah. really, it's so true because I do think that people, you know, wear guises or put costumes on when they think that they need to be a certain way in order to get further in their careers, and it's sad that we have to do that. How about you, Liv? Done a lot of self-reflection this week, I have to say. So I think that my piece of advice would be. To say that you're never too old to work on yourself and your goals. I'm not saying that I'm a dinosaur here, but you know, I've been around for a while. I've been I've been in the industry for almost two decades. But it's only really now that I'm massively throwing myself out of my comfort zone to do the things that I'm doing now. So this week has been a huge week for growth for me. You know, I've presented in an auditorium, which just in front of what you're saying there at the AGM in front of 60 people. And I've just recorded my very first podcast. I'm here now doing this, which, you know, I've butterflies in my stomach and I've had them all week. But if you told me 
I was going to do either of those things five years ago. I wouldn't have believed you. I'd have told you to go and get yourself checked out. So, you know, my confidence and self-esteem has come such a long way in the last few years. And if I'm honest, actually, I think that the involvement in Bloom has been a huge part of that. You know, it throws you into the kind of situations and conversations that, you know, push you out of your comfort zone and allow you to be that different person, allow you to wear the identity that you want to wear and not the one that you think is expected of you when you're sitting behind your desk um, or in front of clients or whatever that is. So... You know, I'd say to everybody to stop with self-limiting beliefs, get involved, put yourself in a position that challenges you. You know, you can't achieve anything by staying in your comfort zone. And I'm having so much fun while I'm doing it, while the butterflies are still fluttering in my stomach. You know, it's a lot of fun. So regardless of whether it's joining Bloom or doing something else, I'd just say, yeah, push yourself out of your comfort zone and really challenge yourself to stretch your own strengths. Definitely. And also just like promoting it for yourself, which, you know, we, uh, we talked about a lot last year at some of the events, didn't we, mm-hmm. of like the importance of, of self-promotion. I think for me, one of the really important things for anyone, and this is not just for women, is about being in your zone of genius and kind of being able to understand or get to a point where you understand when and how you're at your best. And that's like not only the type of work that you're doing, but how you work best, you know, the style of working, types of people, what your day looks like. And actually... A lot of that comes down to self-reflection, right? And Mm -hmm. understanding yourself and then having the confidence and courage to follow that path and not anyone else's, not society's, not the career ladder if if that's not the direction for you. And the rewards on the other side are so great and it's something I could speak about personally for hours. And so I think if we can help a few more people find their zone of genius this year, then we'll have done an amazing job, won't we? Zone of genius. Yeah. Love that. Let's talk about that more. Um, fabulous I think that's it from Bloom North isn't it so we've covered what we did we've done in the past we've covered how it started we covered what we achieved last year and we've covered what we hope to achieve this year so hope to deliver on all of that we've got an amazing marketing team that are going to work on all of the communications so that everybody knows when they should be able to access Bloom and in all the different various guises that we've got out there so yeah I guess big shout out to everyone that's got involved we've got about 90 people on the committee so thank you to to you all Thanks to everyone that was involved last year and to Lisa and Rach. So thanks for listening to The Blooming North today. We've really loved being on here. I've really loved being on here with you too. Thanks to Michelle and Sarah for joining us today. Thank you. So I'm really looking forward to Lisa's first episode and I know that there's some really exciting topics that are going to be covered in the podcast coming forward. So stay tuned to The Blooming North. Follow our socials so that you can see when the next episodes are coming out. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.